Today is Thursday, August 26, 2021. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Coming up, we're talking last night's World of Outlaws win for Brad Sweet, Robert Ballou winning at Kokomo. We preview tonight's racing action, including a comparison of the Outlaws and Lucas Points battles and a bunch more. Before we dive in, if you like what I'm doing here, please subscribe to the show, leave a review, and hit those follow and notification buttons, depending on where you consume this. Make sure to follow at Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And don't forget, DirtTracker.com has a bunch more cool dirt racing stuff. It's always interesting to me to go take a look at my YouTube stats. The majority of people that watch this show on YouTube actually don't subscribe to the channel. Something like 80 or 85% of my views come from people that don't subscribe. Uh, I certainly appreciate everyone that tunes into this show, but if you want to make sure you don't miss future episodes, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Also, follow on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Again, that will make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Now, let's get going to what you really want to hear about. The World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series and the River City Speedway is a combination that rarely disappoints, and last night's show was no different. Leading into the race, we talked on the show yesterday about David Gravel and Carson Macedo needing to start taking steps to run down Brad Sweet for the championship, but the KKR 49 bunch showed why they are two-time and defending series champions. They had a decent showing earlier in the night, going ninth quick and qualifying and making the Knights dash with a third to second run in their heat. They drew fifth uh, for the dash, and that's uh, where they ended up finishing. And before halfway in the feature, you wouldn't have really even known they were racing. The focus was very much on the front, and Sweet actually backed up at the start. At one point, I saw he was in eighth. As the lap, uh, laps ticked off, though, and Carson Macedo and Sheldon Hoddenshield battled out front, Sweet quietly worked his way forward. Macedo led the first 28 laps, with Hoddenshield rolling by him in lap traffic on lap 29. With five laps left, Sweet made his presence known, moving into second and taking off after the NOS 17. Lap traffic was brutal the entire race, and it ultimately did Sheldon in. Wayne Johnson was just fast enough to make things difficult for Sheldon, and that allowed Sweet to close up. On the final lap, Sweet jumped out uh, in front on, in turns one and two and beat Sheldon back to the checkered in a drag race. When it mattered the most, Sweet was fast, and last night's win was not only number 15 of the season, it extended his championship lead over both Gravel and Macedo. Macedo ended up third, Donnie Schatz fourth, and Logan Schuhart was fifth. After winning on Sunday at Houston's, Gravel was never really a factor, starting eighth and finishing sixth. With as stacked as the season is in terms of teams and drivers, I thought we'd have a tighter uh, battle for the championship, but Brad Sweet just continues to show how good of a driver he is. That team gets it done when they need to, and it's starting to look like we're on the verge of three championships in a row. The Outlaws are back Friday at I-80 Speedway in Nebraska. At Kokomo Speedway last night, we had the uh, Bob Darlin Memorial for 410 non-wing sprint cars. It was a nice little preview for what we're going to see over the next three nights for the SmackDown. In the feature, Emerson Axum was super impressive in his new drive with Clausen Marshall. I believe I heard it was his first time there in a sprint car, and he was good, especially early on. He led a bunch of laps from the outside pole. The track did change, though, quite a bit from start to finish, and the top got really treacherous, more so in turns 1 and 2 than 3 and 4. Axum made a few mistakes late that wiped out his big advantage, and that let Robert Ballou by for the lead. Ballou himself, though, almost threw it away with just a few laps to go, getting big time sideways in 1 and 2. I'm not sure how he didn't spin it or stall it out. In the end, though, he was able to hold off Logan CB for the $3,000 win. CB ended up second, Axum third, Tanner Thorson fourth, and CJ Leary was fifth. It was a nice win for Blue, who hasn't been much of a factor with USAC in the past two months. He started out the season really strong and was fast through the month of July. We certainly talked about him quite a bit on this show. 
But since Plymouth in July, he's had seven finishes outside the top 10 in his past 11 races. At one point, it looked like he could be a factor for the championship, but has since faded to sixth. He's over 300 points behind Brady Bacon. As for Axum, leading laps and grabbing a podium against what was basically a full USAC field was really fun to watch. He's been so good in the midget, and it's great to see that talent transfer over to the sprint car. He's definitely one to watch, I think, for the rest of the season, and of course, in years to come as well. Looking ahead to tonight and the weekend, SmackDown officially gets underway with the first of two prelim programs. Tonight and tomorrow are full normal race nights, with the features paying points toward determining Saturday's lineups. Kyle Cummins won both prelim nights in 2020, while Tyler Courtney took down the finale, leading the final 13 laps. The USAC competitors don't have to worry about Sunshine, though, as he'll be off in Pennsylvania with the All-Stars, but there will be nearly 50 cars in attendance to contend with. The USAC National Sprint Cars have already made one trip to Kokomo this season. That was back during Indiana Sprint Week. Justin Grant was the winner that night in a rained-shortened affair. He won over Brady Bacon, KTJ, CJ Leary, and Thorson that night. Unlike some of our other National Dirt Series, the USAC Sprint Car Championship is still very much in doubt, with Bacon only leading KTJ right now by 39 points. There's still 17 race nights left this season, so a lot can and will happen. Hot laps are scheduled for tonight at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, so as they say, get your ass to Kokomo. Elsewhere tonight, both the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series and the World of Outlaws Late Model Series begin three race weekends. Lucas is headed to Port Royal, and the Outlaws are at Davenport. Lucas guys are racing for over $200,000 in purse money over the next three days, with tonight paying $10,000 to win, Friday paying $12,000 to win, and Saturday a nice $30K to win. Kyle Larson and series points leader Tim McCready were Port Royal winners in 2020. The Outlaws are racing for similar money at Davenport with two $10,000 to win shows leading into Saturday's $30,000 to win finale. The interesting contrast between the, uh, the two series right now is the points battles. The difference between first and second is nearly identical, with McCready leading Jonathan Davenport by 155 points and Brandon Shepard leading Chris Madden by 158. But those two leads are very different because of the way the series points break down. Shepard's lead is actually much larger, with effectively two points per position being the difference. Sheppy's lead over Madden is basically about 79 spots. But Lucas is about five points per position except the top four, there's actually 20 between first and second, and then 10 between um, second and third and third and fourth. So McCready's lead is actually 31 positions or even less, depending on how they run. So 31 versus 79. If JD got hot and McCready had trouble, this championship could turn around in basically two nights. As for the Outlaws, Bishop's lead is much safer, and Davenport is a track he dominated at in 2020. Wins this weekend could be just what he needs to really knock Madden out of this fight. I'd expect strong fields for both series, and both weekends are available on the streaming services. It's definitely a good weekend to be a Dirt Late Model fan. If you're a sprint car fan of the winged variety, even though the Outlaws are off, there is plenty of good racing to come tonight. The All-Stars are kicking off a four-day run through Pennsylvania with six grand on the line tonight at Grandview Speedway. Danny Dietrich is the most recent winner at the track, and Tyler Courtney still holds a big 296-point advantage in the standings. We will see a few different drivers tonight with the Swindell Speed Lab 39 being piloted by Parker Price Miller and JJ Grasso taking the reins of the McGee 11. Spencer Baston is taking the weekend off because his sister is getting married, so Grasso is filling in. Uh, filling in, excuse me. If you want to stay up a little bit later as well, the NARC King of the West Sprint cars being in the fastest four days in racing tonight with the opener at Merced Speedway. Dominic Selzy currently holds a slight six point advantage over DJ Netto for the title. 
We've had six winners in nine races so far with Selzy on top with three victories. There are rumors floating around that Justin Sanders is going to pilot the Works Limited 57 all week with Paul Silver crew chiefing, so we'll have to see how that pans out. Could certainly be a potent combination. In other West Coast Sprint Car news from yesterday, Country Builders Racing will have Austin McCarl behind the wheel to finish the season. Kyle Ophill has decided to step away from racing, but the Ophill family wanted to keep fielding a car. McCarl will debut with the team next weekend at the Louis Vermeil Classic, and then they will run with the Ward of Outlaws during the West Coast Swing and mix in some King of the West and 360 shows to end the season. There are nine shows on the streaming schedule for today, including the Word of Outlaws Late Models on Dirt Vision, the All-Stars at Grandview, the SmackDown at Kokomo, and the King of the West all on Flow Racing, and the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series on Mav TV+. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. I hope you have a good Thursday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.